Well, I can see that we, you are all chopping at a bit to get this thing going. Yeah. Could <laughs> we be having a special guest pop in here soon? <laughs> that sounds that funny. Sounds, that sounds funny. That sounds funny. Hey, this is the show that sounds funny, and this is uh, the week of May 4th, 2021, episode 27, and of course, May the 4th be with you, Yes. our Star Wars episode, uh, we'll run through our usual segments oh by the way uh this is two blind brothers and a blind sister tonight the way we see it uh this is your host keith and joined with me today i am darth terry <laughs> and princess <laughs> jill princess huh? leia yeah princess jill <laughs> princess jill i guess i'll be top of the hut <laughs> you could be um uh, Han Solo, or so you're Chewbacca. the one that clubs up all the toilets on Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> Who clubs up all the toilets on Tatooine? Job of the butt. Man. <laughs> well, that's why I have to eat all that razor brain, you know. Am <laughs> I? Am I? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. hey, people out there, uh, you may be noticing that there's could be some weird sounds in the background as we are. Doing our Star Wars episode on the you know the Death Star or Millennium Falcon or whatever lightsabers. <laughs> so hey, there could be some emergencies pop up. You never know. I might deposit to do do some battling. Uh, we like to open up with uh, what's been happening lately. Old stories. Um, okay. Does anyone have a question? It'd be a funny family story, okay. a classic story. Reading what he's doing. I got a funny one that happened over the weekend. Yay. <laughs> uh, Saturday, my daughter was here. We barbecued outside, and we're all you barbecued your daughter. Oh, no. Having hamburgers and bratwurst. Again. And her boyfriend says, <laughs> her boyfriend got pooped on by a bird. I thought it was hilarious. He actually <laughs> did, too. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to add some marshmallow cream to his s'mores. He didn't yeah. say that that thing. You're supposed to look up in the sky and say, "Birdie, birdie in the sky, do not poop get die." That, that wards him off. Huh? Yeah. Well, they got him on the arm. Uh-huh. I have a story uh, yeah. from our childhood. All right, taking place. Well, it's probably December of 1977. Well, that sounds pretty precise. <sighs> and I had got. I think that Keith got it for me because I know Dad didn't buy it for me, but I got a collection of the first three editions of the Star Wars comic book. Oh, really? Number one, number two, and number three came in a package. I opened it. We read them. They'd probably be worth a lot of money right now, but stupid Terry. Oh, <laughs> And yeah, well, what you do is you open them, read them. In episode, in the first edition comic book, I couldn't do it in two or three. No, the first edition comic book, 
at the very back inside the back cover on the back page I took a pair of scissors and cut out the ad to send off for a whoopee cushion oh wow <laughs> so I just totally ruined oh, I thought maybe that's, it was that's what those ads are there for <laughs> I know but it's like I, I could have took it out of three two or three I think why I didn't was because it wasn't in there wow. it was that first edition one and so, so the whoopee cushion gave you give you a Wookiee effect when you said that it goes hey. <laughs> <laughs> and so now so now I still have it that comic book cushion. <laughs> what is this here it's the Sandy, a, 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 a bunch of you Wookiee cushion <laughs> and I'm sure it's not going to be like that Superman comic from 1937 it's going to be worth like five hundred thousand dollars because yeah really <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember that. Maybe it was me that got it for you. But I, don't, I, I don't remember. I still have them. I can't read them. But I bet you still don't have them, do you? Maybe. I mean, if they were you still, still have I do. Them. Yeah, yeah, I still got them. Definitely be worth some some bucks. Huh. Well, I still have them. I have, I have other first edition comics as well. But speaking of classic family story, I'm, I remember, remember that we had a big cottonwood tree in the backyard for years and years with the big rope swing that Jill mentioned in our marijuana episode <laughs> <laughs> with the rope made of hemp uh, but we used to have a tire swing on it and one fun thing to do is you sit on the tire swing and you have somebody wind it up so you, you spin around and spin around and the rope kinks up and gets knots in it and you're like about five feet off the ground <laughs> Sounds like sounds like James James Kennison's story. Yeah, well, you know this this it's not unique to him. Kids everywhere do this kind of thing. Yeah, and I remember we did this, and uh, our little brother uh, came out and he wanted to play along with us, so we did. He, he, and we we wound him up, and he's all way high up in the air. And we're like, like okay, here we go. You gonna just unwind or you want to swing too? I want to swing. Okay, so we swung him. <laughs> he's swinging, he's spinning, and he's just just swinging and spinning. And all of a sudden, he just leans back, I guess, to slow down or something. And his head went bam against the tree. He <laughs> went out and told him, <laughs> got us in trouble. It's like, what you did, you little brother, for? Like, he asked us to. <laughs> we didn't start to lean back. <laughs> He needed so, a crushed helmet. <laughs> well, he, he survived his childhood, so I guess we were uh, right. <laughs> Somehow, we all did. Somehow he survived. Yep. He, he had a special nickname. I don't know if you guys remember, but me and my friend used to call him the Screamer. Because he knew he could get me in trouble if if, if he would start screaming. Mom would have voice. What are you doing, your brother are there? Like I just walked in the room and you started screaming. <laughs> always doing. Yep. Baby brothers are always spoiled. He's looking at me with this evil grin on his face, like I got your number. I always ask mom and dad if they quit paying on him, could he be repossessed? <laughs> yeah, take him back. To the baby store. <laughs> we don't want him. Yeah. Can we take him back? 
Me, the puppy, instead. Well, I guess we'll keep him now. You know who you are. We're talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, some fun stuff there. Pooping picnics and Star Wars comics and beating up on brother. <laughs> well, let's move this thing along. We do have some uh, holidays here. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays. Well, today, today, we all know, is May the 4th, besides the, the holiday that you're referring to, it is National Teacher Day. So if you know a teacher out there, today is their day. Don't we have a particular hmm. daughter in the family there, Jill, who's a teacher? Uh, she's a college professor. Like, oh, that doesn't uh, count at all. <laughs> they might have a different day. She she uh, was I a think. teacher for several years, but she had yeah. advanced. But of course, the other holiday today is uh, Star Wars Day. May the Fourth be with you, or if you like uh, uh, space balls, may the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yogurt. Um, moving on, uh, May the 5th on Wednesday, Cinco de Mayo is a Mexican holiday, of course. My stepdaughter's birthday. We all must eat a burrito. <laughs> yeah, there's one called Liberation Day, which has to do with the Federal Historical Day or something, I don't know. We also have National Astronaut Day. <laughs> uh, we have National Hoagie Day and World Maps Day. So that's Welcome all on. on Wednesday. Eat a hoagie. May the 6th, Thursday. International No Diet Day. Woo! Yay! No diet was, on Thursday. I thought that was Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, well, apparently, maybe then too. I don't know. Uh, it's National Beverage Day, so drink something, I guess. <laughs> National Day of Prayer. National Nurses Day on Thursday. National Tourist Appreciation Day. Now, here's a big one for someone here in this room. May the 7th. Guess what that one is. I wonder what day that could be. It is National Provider Appreciation Day. So if you're a provider, you should be appreciated. National Space birthday. Day. National, hmm? National, National Sister Birthday. We're getting there. <laughs> National um, Tourism Day. So we hit here we go, Jill. National No Pants Day. Ooh, what you said. <laughs> Uh-oh, I got to keep my pants on off the birthday. <laughs> world, world Password Day. So, yeah, for, for a, a particular person's birthday, you have to wear no pants that day. 
Oh, sorry, Jet. It, it just slipped out. Wow. Everybody sure you wear your birthday surprised. suit? Put on your birthday suit? <laughs> I, I guess George would be surprised that day. Oh, what a lucky man I am. Hey, Julia, are you forgetting something? I'll have to <laughs> wear my nightgown or something all day that day where I don't have to wear pants. Should be. Maybe that's or a the skirt. Deal. Yeah, wear a dress, wear a skirt, wear a, wear a kilt mm-hmm. or something. Wear know? a skirt and a tube top. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, tube tops. I remember that. <laughs> uh, May 8th, Saturday. Uh, National Coconut Cream Pie Day. My mm. wife starts working mm. day. It is National Have a Coke Day. And a smile. Have a cool World Migratory Bird Day. Uh, May 9th. It seems like there's another person's birthday but yep. they're not in the room they're some related to somebody in the room it is mother's day astraham uh, marriage it's islamic holiday um huh. it's also mother's day and yep. uh, national lost sock memorial day or memorial <laughs> fundraising day so you can raise funds for that lost sock. It just seems we have a memoriam for our, all of our lost socks. <laughs> it is a national Moscato day. It has some kind of an alcoholic beverage. I thought it was a mosquito. Yeah, so there's lots of food and beverage days there this week. Uh, May 10th on Monday. National Clean Your Room Day. <laughs> that's what the moms say after Mother's Day. Go clean your room. Yep. <laughs> it's National Shrimp Day, and that's our week until next time. So, so oh, you little shrimps, go clean your room. <laughs> yeah, so I can't believe you have a no pants wearing day, Jill. Holy cow. Yeah, who would have thought? I've been doing it wrong all these years, my birthday. I've yeah. had pants on every year. It could have been a lot more interesting otherwise, huh? <laughs> And May 6th is our... I wonder if it was my birthday in that picture we had where I'm sitting on the little potty chair naked. Maybe that was my birthday. <laughs> I know you had mumps in that picture. That's all I remember. I had curlers in my hair. <laughs> little blue toilet. <laughs> yeah, little blue... It must have been you guys' this little blue toilet. <laughs> Sure, I have a copy of that picture. Of course, it's a very <laughs> embarrassing picture as you got older. But at the time, you're so proud because you were being potty trained and stuff. <laughs> on the toilet naked. Uh, yeah. But it was funny because the toilet wasn't on the floor. It was sitting on the kitchen chair right in the middle of the floor over here by the register. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was because mom was putting curlers in my hair when I was sitting there or something. I don't know. I don't remember. I was too little. She's making you feel special, I guess, huh? Many, many years ago. She needed, something to, she needed something to sit you on to make you higher in the chair. So she Maybe. Maybe. I remember. So. And I don't know. It is time, then, for our news segment. So we'll get going with that. And then after our news segment, well, you know what? 
Do we have a special guest in the room? Probably. All right. Tell you what, let me just make a quick transition. <laughs> can you guys hear okay? Yeah, we can hear you. Yep. Who's our special guest? Can, can you hear, hear Chris the Wookiee come in? Do, do, do. It sounds like a moose. <laughs> it's a Wookiee moose. A Wookiee moose. All right. I'm a moosekey. So, dang it. I may have to bow out of the news segment this time because I can't read my notes while I have my computer unplugged. So anyway, um, Terry's got some, I'm sure, and I only got a couple. We do our news. I know Terry has a lot of special Star Wars stuff lined up for us. Yeah, but okay, I'll go first. I have. You go first. I've only got a couple news stories. I've been sitting on it for a while. I've been trying to find stories that. And, uh, that relate to Star Wars. It's hard to do. There's not a lot of stories out there with Star Wars. However, they have some other ones that are funny, like robot stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a story. Uh, a woman in California uh, went to take a nap. She uh, took her two-year-old daughter and laid down to take a nap. And she was awoke over, she was listening to her uh, um, easy sleep music, her yoga sleeping music or something, sleeping, and she was awoke by thump, 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 something was thumping. And so she texted her friends and they said, call 911. So she called 911 and the police came because she thought she had a burglar in her house. The police came. Uh, they had busted in the door. The lady had heard the police bust in the door. And they... The toddler was in the dryer. <laughs> they started laughing. She heard laughter. The police found her and her daughter in the bathroom. And it was her Roomba vacuum cleaner had fell down the steps. <laughs> I thought they were supposed to be smarter than that. They uh the uh her son had turned the robot on uh before he left so that he didn't have to do any chores and he turned the robot on and it fell down the steps. <laughs> <laughs> and so she thought somebody had broke into her house. The robot was trying to run up with the VCR or something. Come on, baby. <laughs> One of these early. It vacuumed up all the valuables and was leaving. The electric blanket and the lamp. Yeah, there we go. And the toaster. <laughs> it's one of these uh, first uh, prototypes of the Star Wars robots to come in the future. <laughs> well, I, I, I do have a, a news headline. Uh, I was going to do it last week. There was a, a couple of Florida cops who got in trouble issuing speeding tickets. There were Florida motorcycle cops. You know, in, in California, they have the CHIPS, California Highway <laughs> Patrol. So I wonder Flips. if Florida, they're called the FLIPS. Florida Maybe. Florida. The FHIPS. The FHIPS. <laughs> the, the, hips. the, the fat hips. Flips. But anyway, no, the, the problem was these two Florida cops, they would be seen along the road and they wouldn't stop anybody. And yet they were always turning in lots of speeding tickets. 
and they come to find out they were they wouldn't they were just doing this that they would just get someone's <laughs> license number and uh, write down a ticket and as though they pulled them over and so you had a lot of drivers oh, lazy old cops yeah you had a lot of drivers wondering why it's one thing if they have the speed gun uh, drivers were wondering why they were getting the tickets <laughs> and no one ever stopped them anyway, yeah short story hmm. right well i got a story it's about a north carolina couple they lost the woman lost some rings when she was cleaning house and she threw them uh, i guess lost them in the trash i don't know if they slipped off her fingers or if she accidentally threw them away but she had the the city dump people digging through all the garbage to help her find her rings oh. and it made me think of the star wars movie where they're in some big <laughs> in the trash compactor trash compactor like thing <laughs> they start i don't think they were oh looking gosh, for rings. Gosh, i think they were looking crushed. for a way out <laughs> but yeah it made me think of that but that's all away. about that story. They were they I think did find the rings. Yeah. Well, I good. have a story. Oh I have a story that takes place in Germany. In Germany in Lower Bavaria, uh, close to Austria. German bomb squad was called out to the woods. A jogger had saw a suspicious package. It was a Ziploc bag that looked like it contained a hand grenade in the oh. bag. And so the police were called and they called the bomb squad and it turned out to be a rubber sex toy. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> they thought it was a World War II hand grenade of those potato masher kinds. The bomb squad took it and researched it and found it to be a sex toy, not an explosive. So, Right. So, so if it was like a potato masher hand grenade, that must have been one huge battery on that thing. Industrial strength. It wouldn't have took much much investigating investigating to find out for sure. I mean, there was a couple condoms laying around and a bottle of personal lubricant and stuff. Wait, wait, condiments for a sex toy? What they're afraid is going to get impregnated by R2-D2 or something? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Condiments. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> so, man, I got... Some more. You got another one, Jill? You got another story, Keith, or no? I do. I got one that I just seen it yesterday. There was some kind of a government meeting going on. And for some reason, the audio, I listened to the video and you could hear the, it was a woman talking, but in the background, you could hear, I wish it was a Star Wars movie, but it was called Galaxy. Uh, you already the Galaxy Quest or something? Oh, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Which I I've never seen that movie, so I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure no, what that movie's about. No, I, guess. Something about. About. I think it's got Tim Allen in it. 
the, oh, the, yeah. the audio track was playing through the speakers. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of space related. We'll take that. Sure. And well, I, don't, I thought that was interesting. The funny one. I, I, I saw a headline over the weekend or just yesterday. There was a, a, a big old Jewish holiday happening over there in uh, Israel. Everyone's all happy and excited because you know they're lifting COVID everywhere. Well, apparently, except for India. <laughs> um, and, and they had like 10,000 people all out celebrating. They're not social distance. And suddenly, uh, the mob just pushes in on each other, and people start falling down and getting trampled. And it, there's people in it getting killed. And they, they turned a happy affair into a tragic affair. Like, wow. People being trampled while they're celebrating the wow. this festival. Like, wow. I mean, it, it's. Hmm. Sad, sad and tragic quality, you know, all at the same time. But yeah, this unusual, not so funny, but unusual yeah. what happened. You would think they had better control. Over, right. Over the, I've got his right. tour. He's excited to get to actually touch other people. I know, must have been. Give me a hug, give me a hug, squish. Give me a hug, squish. Who knows? Maybe our, maybe our Fourth of July Independence Day will be like that. <laughs> Let's go see the fireworks closer and closer, closer. All fire. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, got a story in. Uh, let's see. I believe in Salisbury. Is it South Carolina? Uh, One of those. We'll take that. South Carolina, <laughs> a 12-year-old boy, I think his name was Anakin Skywalker. Oh, really? <laughs> He's graduating high school <laughs> and college the same week. He's 12-year-old. 12 12-year-old 12 boy, graduating college and high school. So now he's a full-fledged Jedi. Huh? And so he was... I don't know. I think uh, his name is Sheldon. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He, That's the egg from Garfield, right? Yeah. He has an interest in robotics and technology. And so he's leaning towards that for his overall goal. But during COVID, he took two years of high school classes and two years of college classes, and he's fixed to graduate. Overachiever. Yes. Why can't I have a grandson like that? Start building robots <laughs> to take over the world. Uh, we, we have a, a child who, of course, is doing a lot of schooling from home, and he ain't that overachiever. He's the only overachiever to see how long he can sleep and how long he's talking the phone. <laughs> That's a normal teenager, how long they can talk on the phone. Or do, what is it, the TikTok? Yeah. He does that too. How long can then, we look at TikTok well, I, I, or be I, I on TikTok? I don't have any any more stories uh, that I can think of off the top of my head. I had some written down, but they'll they'll save until next time. In in science news, it's yeah. news I have a story. Um, it's quite lengthy, but just to shorten it up, some uh, NASA or well, whatever you want to call them now, the space people. <laughs> 
Part I, think, I think they're still called NASA unless they're the Space Force. <laughs> yeah. They're testing their spacesuits now. They, they're coming up, trying to come up with a spacesuit that can withstand the heat of uh, uh, Mars. It's like it's supposed to be hot for some reason. I don't know. Right. Testing out the spacesuits and lava tubes in Hawaii to see how well they can withstand you know the heat from the lava see if they melt or not but they're doing tests (laughs) now on these new space suits they're supposed to be more lightweight where they can have more mobility the like the uh, I want to I haven't seen I think they're supposed to be a lot thinner but the right well, well, yeah, because from the Apollo spacesuits are so huge and cumbersome and clunky that even a few years ago, spacesuits have been really streamlined a lot. Right. They say that like the, the you have your helmet that connects to your the, like the air tank on your back. There's no need to have all the oxygen stuff pumping through your whole suit, but still, I believe you know it's, a lot of it was due to you know they. They have the air, like it's an air conditioner too that keeps you nice and cool or whatever or a climate control outer space right through the whole suit but this one here they're developing to see how much heat it can withstand as far as you know but i don't and, think and you wouldn't think you would need that in <laughs> space because it's you know you're so far from the sun right but i guess that's what i thought because i always thought it was cold in outer space well, I, I guess I without any atmosphere, it is in the shade. The side <laughs> that's facing the sun can be extremely hot, and the side away from the sun can be extremely cold. Yeah. So you can be both hot you know, and, and cold at the same time. Like Katy Perry. Interesting. That's very interesting. Well, we're, we're running light on the news this week, uh, unless Terry has some more. Uh, God, I could do another uh, sure. animal-related, machine-related. A raccoon was stuck on the top of a traffic signal. Hmm. Uh, what's what state was this? And then, uh, he, he had his tail hanging down, covering the lights. Is Guess what it is? Yeah, I wonder how people. he got up there. <laughs> In Massachusetts, so they, they climbed pretty good. On a turnpike, a raccoon raccoon got up there. Guess he was attracted to the to the pretty uh, red and yellow and green light. <laughs> yeah, got stuck up there. <clears throat> And they had to call the fire department. They came and took the extender poles and grabbed it. And they tried to lower it down in a box. How they got it in the box, I don't know, because they had you know had the extender poles grab it. You know how they grabbed it by the by the you know they, they probably had food in the box. Yeah, and they somehow must have had a. I wonder maybe a bird was up on top of it. And the raccoon wanted that bird. That's why he climbed up there. It don't seem like he'd just climb up there for nothing. I want to get up here and look at all these cars. (laughs) Maybe he wanted to try to cover up the lights to make everybody crash. I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. It was a lady raccoon in the box. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's he's climbing up high to look to scoop scope out the area for lady raccoons. <laughs> there. Hey, mama, how you doing? Somehow they he got in the box, and then when they they lowered the box down, then he busted out of the box and took off. Uh, no lady. It, Super it was just a picture of a lady raccoon. They must have had some some chocolate X lax in the box, and the yeah. <laughs> go take off, run to the woods. Sorry, guys, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got for some news. Crazy animals. Right. Well, I know we have some uh, theme-related uh, top ten lists. Yeah, I've got. And this just cuts us off, but it probably will sooner or later. But we can pick it back up again. Ah, yeah, drink. Okay, I have a top. Terry's top ten. Triple T trivia. Um, things you might not ever heard knew about Star Wars. It's a list of 25, but I'm not going to do all 25 of them. <laughs> oh, I think you looked at the same one I did. So, so you can... Knock them down to 10. Yeah, well, Chris, Chris can maybe fill in some gaps that Terry knows. Okay. Um, number one, R2-D2 in the first draft of the movie was going to have a speaking part. There, he was going to speak English. Thank you, my dear Superpeel. I don't give a darn. Right. But he kept, they gave him the personality of being a bully, and he kept picking on, on C3PO. And they. Well, yeah, you, well, you kind of get that even from the one sided conversation from C3PO, would always say. So he, he is speaking English. It's just that they got the little beep, 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 beep. He had to get bleeped out. Holy cow, dude. <laughs> he must be cussing a lot. Was, that's why he didn't get those speaking bars. I was swearing so much. I mean, there is that one scene where C-3PO says, what's your language? <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. And number two, in the original Return of the Jedi, when Luke Skywalker killed Darth Vader <clears throat> they were going to have an alternate ending to where Luke Skywalker turns picked, into Princess Leia picks up Darth Vader's mask and puts it on and says now I'm Darth Vader but he didn't want to do that because it was really good he wanted to be a good guy so well I know Mark Hamill at first didn't want to do more than the first movie and so he was kind of a I, I guess they say a hard person to work with so I'm surprised he didn't do that or in some way leave the series but I, I guess by then he wanted to stick around or something. and number three Yoda was almost a monkey <laughs> monkey Yoda monkey. they were going to have a, have monkeys trained to be Yoda but the monkey Lorian they were too <laughs> the monkeys were too too difficult to work with and so he I would had, imagine. A little, and how would you get him to talk anyway? Yeah. <laughs> Talky monkey. <laughs> and hey, it happens to Planet yeah. of the Apes. <laughs> yeah, there we go, I guess. And uh, 
Sir Isaac, not Sir Isaac Newton. What the heck was his name? Alec Guinness. Huh? Alec, Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness? Yeah. Carrie Fisher got to smack him 40 times in oh, the. That was. That, oh, that was, was a different movie. That was a different. That was a different guy. That was Isaac Owen or something like that. Or Owen Isaac. The guy who who was that? Po. The guy that played Yoda? He was the guy that played Poe Dameron in like episode seven. Yeah. Oh. And let's see. Number five. Boba Fett first appeared in a country fair in 1978. Um, and, uh, or, uh, the, the dog patrols coming through. Oh. Paw Patrol. Uh, and let's see, number six, Samuel L. Jackson um, has on his lightsaber from the movie, he had a, a dirty word. Warning, danger. Princess Jill's back. Yeah, I was, made it. There was I some battle it. we had to fight there, man. He cut um, carry off right in the middle. To fight off some stormtroopers or something out there. Get back yeah, to my that list. We got cut off in the middle. It's like some, uh, some Daleks and some Klingons for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a right there. Robbie the robot was attacking uh, the M3 robot, huh? <laughs> It is a clash of science fiction. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, so we are back, and we you, you got cut off there. He's talking about the lightsaber and a dirty order. Number six was Samuel Jackson had a purple lightsaber, and he had it described with a dirty word. And they said in this article, if you like the movie Pulp Fiction, uh, you can watch the movie Pulp Fiction. He has the same word inscribed on his wallet. So there you go. If you really want to know what it is, um, I don't think I've ever seen Pulp Fiction, or if I did, I do not remember it. I'm pretty sure it's got an M and an F in it. <laughs> what? An M and an F in it. Oh, that that's two words then, right? <laughs> Motorcycle, right? Yeah. Motorcycle. Mother, father. <laughs> I don't know. Something it's like that. Two words. <laughs> Uh, we got you. Yeah. I, I think I might understand. Okay, number. That's one of his. Number eight. Uh, number seven. Yeah, seven. Number seven. The original oh. Darth Vader uh, in this Darth Vader suit. Darth Vader was played by three different people. <laughs> but yeah. James Earl Jones did the voice, but the guy in the suit. Uh, I have his name here in a second. Um, he was. Uh, a English bodybuilder, uh, David Prowse, was the guy in the suit, and he was banned. He did not get along with George Lucas at all. He was banned from any Star Wars events outside of filming. He was banned. He couldn't go to anything. Uh -huh. I don't know. They so he, he really was the evil Lord Vader then. Huh? <laughs> I guess so. But uh, he got into that role. Now, Chris has an answer to that, don't you? Uh, well, I mean, I, depending on how far, depending on how far down you read, it it had to do with the fact that he 
it, people think it had to do with the fact he was unhappy when it for it was revealed that another actor was going to be in the unmasking scene because he was told he could be unmasked and it'd be his face but instead they must not have liked his face and so they had <laughs> actor number three who played darth vader be the face of hmm. but i don't think it says it doesn't say who that was or he wanted somebody it was else. sebastian shaw who the third actor was uh-huh. and then when they unveiled him he was some bald-headed white guy i remember that oh well, now there's a fourth actor now it's hayden christensen let's not forget after they did the prequel movies they went back into the the trilogy and said oh we're gonna change change this though it looks like hayden christensen or at least his ghost shows up at oh. the end of the third movie and adam well, Dr- you must watch them more than i did the prequel, <laughs> there's at least four actors who played darth vader number number eight uh, adam driver in the final scenes of the, the movie he was in, I don't know. Uh, in the final scenes, he recorded his last lines of the movie in his closet. Oh, yeah. Ky- Kylo Ren, was that the guy? Yeah, Adam Driver played Kylo Ren. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't that movie. makes sense, I mean, because the characters wearing a mask or a suit, you can't see their face, all their lines are dubbed. And hey, if you're going to be home, your closet has some really good acoustics. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasters do that all the time. They sit in their closet. I wish I had a closet. I go, I would go sit in it. Then he could say, I'm coming out of the closet every time. Coming out of the closet. I'm in the living room. <laughs> I'm a closet podcaster. <laughs> what are we up to now? Number nine? I think so. Yeah. Nine, I believe. In the, in the original movie. Star Trek, uh, Star Wars. <laughs> Good Lord, uh, the the they almost caused an actual war. The in the desert scene uh, that was on the country of Tunisia and Libya, and Muammar Gaddafi didn't like the fact that they had a military-style vehicle. That sand crawler, the sand speeder. Oh no, the Jawa sand crawler. Yeah. Like with the big, had big the tank track, you know, treads on it and stuff, and creeping along. It almost started a war. It was a tank in disguise. It was a big tracked vehicle. Uh-huh. Um, number eleven, Sir Alec Guinness. Right, Does that say his name right there. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah, he was a Shakespearean actor. He hated his role as Obi Wan Kenobi, the original Obi Wan Kenobi. He didn't like doing it, but he did it, and for the he, money. Well, I guess, but he <laughs> he didn't like the he didn't like the storyline. He thought it was trash. Um, and one time, a a kid came up to him with his autograph, and he told. Uh, the, the actor that he'd seen Star Wars over a hundred times, and so then uh, I'll just say Obi Wan Kenobi went ahead and signed his autograph for the kid if he promised him that he would never watch it again. <laughs> yeah, oh man, <laughs> and so and so the kid is now <laughs> probably thirty years old and has a complex over hating Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> wow. 
I think the kid ran away. Well, uh, I want to watch him. Um, I'm glad you got killed by Darth Vader. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I. I think um, there. What? I think I missed one um, in there. I thought maybe I haven't got to it yet. Went from nine to eleven. <laughs> I did. That's okay. Wasn't I think I skipped over the one that has Chewbacca had to be protected. Oh, that one. That was a pretty good one. Yeah. I think I skipped over that one. Chewbacca had to we'll be protected. Get back by onto it then. Well, yeah. Chewbacca had to be and during filming of the movies. He had to be protected uh, because so he wouldn't get shot. Be, you know, because people thought he was a bear by hunters. He had. He had <laughs> oh, Bigfoot's what I was going to say. Yeah, well, three or four bodyguards that wore bright orange vests that was around him at all times, so people would shoot at him. <laughs> I was thinking Bigfoot too. I thought maybe it's those Arkansas guys who now have a legal Bigfoot season. <laughs> well, in all fairness, part of that was uh, aside from people thinking that he might be a bear, it was also Bigfoot hunters trying to get a glimpse of him or shoot at him. Right. Bigfoot. Uh, let's see. The... Oh, moose. Now, one thing I, I heard about Chewbacca and the Star Wars. Uh, storyline is that their original concept was that uh, it was going to be his planet that did the final battles to, to conquer the uh, evil empire but by the time they had the three episodes into it they figured that you know Wookiees were just already just kind of big and strong and fierce that it, it would look better if they had some little bitty cute furry characters be the uh, the ones who conquer over the high tech uh, evil empire, so they came out with the, the concept huh. of the Ewoks instead. Yeah, we get to those guys. Um. Do, do you guys know what one phrase is is re- repeated in every movie? Oh no! It's said at least one time in every movie. One phrase. They're attacking. What is it? Do that? you know? I have a bad feeling oh. about this. Oh, here's a siren going off. Here comes those starships. Battle stations. Watch out for Darth Vader! Oh no! <laughs> All right, I think we got him under control this time. Number twelve is. Uh, Oh, I thought you were done. I thought we only were doing. Well, well, I can I go through some more. We got That's why I threw know. mine in there. I and thought so you then, were finished. Uh, number 12, there's a lot of references to the Godfather all throughout the uh, Star Wars. Uh, excuse me. The first three, anyway, etc. cetera. Uh, because George Lucas worked with Francis Ford Coppola on the Godfather movies. Uh, number I never noticed that references it, it had it, to do with uh, mainly the like the relationship between Han and Chewie and whenever uh, Leia chokes at Jabba the Hutt yeah. it, it uh, mirrors a scene in uh, uh, one of the Godfather movies yeah I, 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 I remember watching the Godfather movies but 
I just couldn't get excited about him. I know a lot of people still are into it and quote him verbatim, but there was just not all that great to me even back then. And, and number thirteen, number thirteen, going right along here with the or this is the band in sync. Um, they were in Attack of the Clones. Um, Lance Bay, Bass Bass yeah. and Justin Timberlake didn't want to do it but the rest of the band appeared in Attack of the Clones yeah. for all the NSYNC fans so the ones who were out there uh, dancing in, in, uh, in, in sync there was them yeah and number hmm. number 14 here you go and number 14 in The Empire Strikes Back, the, wor- the word Ewok is never mentioned in the movie with the Ewoks in it. Yeah, yeah, I guess they never noticed that. Uh, I wonder where they started using that word Ewok. I know it's a cartoon. On the toys and I think on the Christmas special. Uh, well, I, I know they usually will label their, like you know, Chris said, the toys gets a name like you know Boba Fett or whatever and, and maybe you don't necessarily know what the character's name is till the toy comes out there's a label on it interesting in, in the in the movie The Phantom Menace Darth Maul the bad guy never blinks I know that we can't see it but for those people who can see if you watch the movie he never blinks because the contacts that he had put in to wear for his character did not allow him to blink his eyeballs. Hmm. That's really weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guess that would give a, a creepy effect. I mean, Princess Leia dealing eye drops every few scene after every scene. <laughs> Princess Leia was almost played by Cindy Williams, who played Shirley on Laverne and Shirley. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That would have made more of a comedy instead of a, a it would have made a different uh, well you know uh it, th- that would make some sense here's why uh did you ever see american graffiti the, i don't know if i did it would about, have been a long time ago the movie about the being raised in the early 1960s uh people with drag racers on the street ron howard was in the movie uh, Harrison Ford was in the movie and Cindy Williams was in that movie huh. and uh, I think it was Harrison Ford and Cindy Williams were a love interest in that if I'm not mistaken but that movie huh. is what also inspired Happy Days the TV series so there's some connection there between the other I wonder why Harrison Ford wasn't the Fonz then maybe he, he didn't want that part he probably didn't want it <laughs> But, I, but yeah, that, that, there's a connection there with the American Graffiti and Happy Days and hmm. Star Wars. A badger, a lion, and a seal is what they used to make up Chewbacca's voice. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the actor in the suit? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an actor doing that. And a walrus. I forgot that one. Yeah. I am the walrus. And an Eggman. Goo 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 goo. 
<laughs> Interesting. Didn't know that. What about well, more? I do have a couple. He uh, at least one he didn't mention. Okay. Which What's was uh, I don't remember which I think is. I mean, it was the, the original series. I don't know how many of the movies they managed to convince her for, but George Lucas had managed to convince uh, uh, Carrie, Carrie, Fisher. Carrie Fisher that uh, in the future, uh, space women don't wear underpants. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh you're laughing at me. So, so at least in the first movie, Under Those Robes, <laughs> Now you know. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> I guess it was National Underpants Day for, or No Pants Day for all, all that time. I don't 100% remember where I saw that one, but it was a fact that I had seen. I was like, that's funny. And then, of course, uh, in every movie, they pay homage to the fact that one of the stormtroopers bonks his head on the doorway in the uh, opening scene uh, as they uh, are marching through the hallway into the ship behind Darth Vader or with Darth Vader to capture uh, Princess Leia and one of them hits his head on the door and they think and the joke was well it's funny that these super trained troops one of them would bonk his head on a door frame. Hey, he had a helmet. And so <laughs> so in every single movie, there's a, a if you're paying attention, one of the com, one of the combat droids or one of the stormtroopers or stormtrooper alikes will in fact bonk their head on a door frame. Yeah, good one. <laughs> well if we had them door frames are shorter than them guys, they can't help it. Yeah. If we had enough of Star Wars fun, we can move on to our anchor topic, or do we have more to... Well, I, yeah, I have some words, but Bill I think Christopher's a professional. He'll guess them all, so we can... Yeah. Oh, yeah, we are Jill's uh, words of the week. Another word out of you, and out you go. The weird word of the words, week. Words of wisdom. Well, they're not really weird words. They were weird to me until I found out what they were. They're, they are Star Wars words. I, I looked for a Star Wars vocabulary. And the first one is Padawine. I, that's how my Victor or my phone said it. I don't know if it's that's pronounced right. That's what happens right, when you spank your cow with a paddle and they whine. Padawine. It's the character. Terry knows what it is, I think. Or Christopher. One of them has to. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. What is it, like a Jedi Padawai. student or something? Yeah, no, it's it the sand planet that Star Wars, uh, Luke Skywalker was oh, raised she, on. She said the Pat desert oh, planet. I think it said Padawan. Tatooine. or something. Tatooine. Like I said, I don't know if they're pronounced. It's actually. That's when you have the guy put ink on your body. He's tattooing you. Padawan is something different. Oh, it's T A T. I thought it was P A T. Padawan, okay. Padawan is is droid is the tattooing. Yeah, that's what that word is. Droid is what robots get when they have preparation age. 
<laughs> Void the Noid. But it's, it's yeah, the, I knew what a droid was, but it was a short, little, quick word. Of course, it's, it's the, the robot. Domino's Pizza guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Avoid the Noid. Now the next word, Christopher's already guessed the Padawan. Is that how you say it? Padawan, yeah. That's a character. And that's like uh, I would call it a squire, a young Jedi in training. Right. And then my next word, of course, is Wookie. Wookie. Everybody. Yeah, someone who gets excited about eating cookies. Wookie. <laughs> Wookie. It's a Wookie monster. So the Cookie monster turns into. Yeah. Wookie monster. <laughs> But that's, uh, oh, the clone. Okay, this other one here. C L O. Wait a minute. I'm trying to figure out. Clone. Colonus. And those are the good, like, stormtroopers. Oh, so once again, like I said, this is how my phone pronounces these words. I don't know if they're pronounced the way they do in the movie. Colonoscopy? Clones? A colonoscopy? Yeah. It's not clones, but I mean, they're clones so, are for and, sure. And so if you have, have, have those kind of soldiers that are, are special forces, they would be the clone rangers. Yeah. <laughs> The Lone Rangers, yep. They wear they, they wear, wear masks. The masks and the the white hat and the blue outfit. <laughs> and the Millennium Falcon, that was one of the words. What's that? And we don't know what that of is. Of course, everybody it's knows a that was. Birds. Yeah, that was Hans. Hans Solo spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to let one of them crap on your arm. They'll drop a Millennium turd on you. <laughs> they might. <laughs> Why is my whole front? Did it snow last night? <laughs> <laughs> and then my last word is wine. I don't know what that means, but uh, Chewbacca says it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> make that Chewbacca sound <laughs> but that's all words but I figured you guys would know them all some of them I didn't know until I read them well you don't know the distance Star Trek Star Wars <laughs> I tell you what you guys want to take a quick guess at what character Salacious Crumb is Salacious Crumb yep I'll give you a hint he's from uh, the original trilogy specifically the the third movie the third Yep. That's the one where Han Solo comes out of carbon. Yep. Thing. I haven't got a clue. Nope. He, he, he's remember. the chef in the job with Hutt's Bakery. <laughs> well, you're, you're not I was entirely wrong. Han, Han Solo's uncle, but that would have been in the first one because he wasn't on there very long. You know, he lived on that planet with his aunt and uncle. That's Luke Skywalker. Oh, what did I say? That's what I meant, Luke Skywalker. Oh, 
Han Solo is what I said, yeah. <laughs> Salacious Crumb. But I, is, I don't know. You'll have to let us know who. Salacious Crumb is the little red imp looking thing that sits on uh, Jabba's uh, dace and goes, he's that little red thing with the beak that goes, <laughs> he, he doesn't, his name oh. isn't ever spoken, but. <laughs> that's, that's the guy. <laughs> I don't even. Uh, I think the only reason I know that is because I read a collection of short stories about the different people in Jabba's palace. And he had his own short story. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. So shall we move on to anchor topic then? Sure. Okay. Let's win. Let's want to do some Star Wars jokes. <laughs> well. Um, for the anchor topic, last time we were talking about living skills, and we ended up uh, bringing up the topic of how to mark things. And uh, we better save that for a whole other episode because there really is a lot of ways to mark things to know what they are. So we're going to continue the living skills broad topic today and in the we, we talked before about you know marking stuff on your pantry you know braille on the cans and whatnot but how do you know what your thermostat is set to or your laundry machine or uh, you know how would you set your dryer microwave <laughs> yeah or microwave yeah because they had the flat panels my microwave has has it's got bump dots on it. My microwave, which are the little bumps. Right. Uh, I got them from the and, impact, and the bump whatever dots you call come them. Come in various sizes. People that help you with marking. The bump right. dots are various sizes from a little braille dot size to a big old. What did it start with, though? It started with that, like, paint stuff. Remember? High that? Marks. Huh? High Marks is, is the brand name. Uh, I mark. You know, I don't know if, if it is or not, but to me, it reminds me of Elmer's glue, but it has a color to it, so that when it dries, you, you can get get it be clear. You can get orange or some other uh, easily uh, uh, spotted uh, color for people with low vision. But it, 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 I, I say it's like Elmer's glue, a contrasting color. Yeah, that, that's what I was looking for. Uh, I say it's like Elmer's glue because it does take about 24 hours for it to set up properly. If you, right. if you try to touch it before then, it, you'll flatten it and leave fingerprints. If you give it a good 24 hours to really solidify, it'll stay there. You can wash over it and it'll stay. And if you ever need to move, like you're renting an apartment, you can just take a fingernail or the edge of a butter knife and just scrape it right off. And it doesn't leave any marks on the surface so it's very handy the biggest drawback is it does take the full day to set up to dry and, and and then it's just a matter of how you want to do that and then you have velcro your soft and, and rough velcro that you can cut different shapes and sizes to mark things with it's like they do like a, make a triangle for an arrow pointing up or down or right but i mean or, uh, like on our keyboards let's say you know instead of putting the bump dots they use velcro a lot especially on the laptops that way it shuts better 
it, it sticks better because your fingers are always touching your keys and it loosens the glue the, the warmth from your fingers will loosen the glue and you, your bump dots pop off your keys and they fall outside your keyboard that's a big hassle but the velcro i have that happen thick. on my microwave a lot because i'm wipe my microwave off because of course it gets dirty and next thing i know my bump dots are gone and yeah. they get replaced quite regularly but I mean, even rubber bands. I know Terry likes rubber bands, but you don't know Braille. Wrap a rubber band. My shampoo and my shower, because shampoo and conditioner, I was told once, I think of like salt and pepper. You put a rubber band around salt, but not pepper. But of course, you can smell pepper, but then you're going to sneeze. My shampoo and my conditioner, they're both pumps, and they're both the same size and shape. So I have a rubber band around my shampoo, and I know that's my shampoo. The one without the rubber band is conditioner. So, these so I mean, for things like that, that's how you can mark them. And just to touch base back on the high mark. Uh, that was one of the first things I used uh, when we were living in our house up in Michigan. And well, it was really handy for me, and it always mystified my, especially number two child for some reason, is I, I put a dot right on the body of the thermostat, and I put a dot right on the little wheel so that whenever they lined up, your temperature was perfectly set at you know, 72 degrees, let's say. And I'd come in and I'd feel, I would just feel the dots. So they lined up, yes or no. If they were off, I'd, I'd, I knew to get onto the kids because they were playing with the thermostat. How do you know you? How do you know who messed it up? <laughs> it's my little secret. But that was really <laughs> handy for me. And you don't have to put it like right on the neat, the needle, the indicator. Let us people with the eyeballs use that. I did it like about the, you know, the, the two o'clock position, about about where if you grabbed it with your hand, where your index finger finger would be on the dial. So it's it's, it's not blocking the characters so people can see it. And all you gotta do is know did the dots line up. And if the dots line up, then your indicator will. So yeah. that, that, for me, just to kind of turn, touch your base back on the line mark. But, but yeah, you, besides that, you can mark your stove. I mean, you don't have to mark every degree, you know, 350, 375, 400. Just mark, say, one. Like, say, what, what do you cook on it? 300, put a dot there. And you know that if you get just to the right of it, just to the left of it, you know, maybe you're... 10 degrees, I have 25 degrees up or down. I have a thermostat. <laughs> so you yeah. don't need to mark, mark every little you know, temperature position on your stove dial. If you have a gas stove, a lot of times they'll click into place, like you're high, medium, and low, uh, which is handy. It does it on my electric stove, yeah. One time when I was without a spousal person I called my ex-sister-in-law at the time she was my sister-in-law I didn't have any bump dots you know and I wanted to like I said mark my dryer and so what we we improvised I took a a popcorn and some duct tape and used it <laughs> my, my instead of a bump dot you know yeah and everything it worked out great unless you had mice you know then the yeah. popcorn kernel I was thinking something like caulking even. I mean, you could make a 
mark something with just whatever you got on hand. Like here's some tape. My daughter, when I was out in Kansas one time, just took a piece of tape and put it on her microwave on the start button. I was like, I don't want her to put a bump dock because I don't go visit her that often. But when I am there and she goes to work, I got to know where the start button's at. Mm-hmm. And a piece of tape peels off easy for when I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, you can take a piece of rice. And start. I think with hers, you hit it once and it's 30 seconds. You hit it twice and it's, you know, every right. 30, and 30 oh. seconds. And, and that's a good point there, too, is marking your microwave. Yeah, you can put, what I used to do is like a checkerboard, you know, one, three, five, seven, and nine, because it's usually in the grid. But it's also helpful to know where the quick buttons are like start and, and clear because if, if you have time open a door and, and it, mm-hmm. you don't hit clear sometimes you can't hit start it depends on the microwave and even also, if you open the door and shut it sometimes it don't clear it out it's also handy like to know like is there a popcorn button is there a button where it's like every time you click it is one minute if you have shortcut buttons it's nice to know where they're at so it's good to know yeah know what your microwave will do and they're all a little bit different the newer ones the newer microwaves i've noticed that if you hit one through like say six that'll be the minutes like if you hit one it'll go one minute two will be two inch three three minutes four five and six is six minutes you know if you push it one time on the right. new you know just to you know so well, but it, I don't it, like it. it makes a huh. lot of sense to do it that mm-hmm. way, but sometimes there is a special button. For example, we just bought a new microwave, and it has a button for pizza. You put a slice of pizza in there, and I don't know. I guess it has a sensor inside. I don't know how it works. If you hit the button, it's usually, it's usually and, pretty and you just wait for it to go ding, and your pizza is just, I mean, it's hot. It's not undercooked. It's not overcooked. I, like, I don't know how it does it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. But you got to know where the button's at. Right. When I could still see, I had a microwave. You could push a button. You could push a button that said dinner plate. You push a button that says dinner plate, or you hit a button. You hit a button, and you could select, and it would say dinner plate. So you hit that corresponding number for the dinner plate, and you put your plate of food in there. And I don't know. It just came out. Oh, it's perfect. You know. I mean, you can running and be like high, medium, low. You know, it would automatically adjust the power settings itself you know right now now one thing i will say about well two things that mark mark in the microwave the first time we do it have somebody who can see it say this is what it is but but don't over mark it because right. then you have right. a bunch of buttons marked <laughs> like holy cow which one is which maybe use different sized dots maybe a velcro maybe a bump dot maybe that would help but try not to overmark it. Just remember, okay, if I put a dot here, uh, you know, to the left is this, to the right is that, above it is this, below it is something. You, you put some key landmark spots you know, so you don't have like a, a big swath. Yeah, see, uh, I didn't want to overdo mine. I got a dot on my popcorn button, like you're saying. I have one on the five, and then I know, of course, above is two, and to the left and right is four and six, and below what is eight. So instead of doing like a grid where it's every other one, you just know How do you, set the you want one, you go up and to the left a little, you want three, you go up and to the right a little, and then I have one on my clear and my start. Right. 
So that way I'm like, I don't want too many because like you're saying, you get too many and you're like, oh no, what what did I mark? <laughs> the book done on all of them. There, it kind of reminds me of marking your computer keyboard. Someone's like, hey, you know they make this new uh, stickers for your, and they're all in braille. You can mark all your keys in braille. It's like, I don't want to mark them all. I might as well mark none. Is to mark them all because I don't read braille with my pinky. I don't know what I'm touching. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just hit certain landmark keys. I know where everything else is at. And the same, yeah. with, especially a microwave because it's got it uses a lot of controls on it. But yeah. you need to know what's important to you and what makes sense to you. And if it doesn't work, well, you tried it. Well, take off all the dots and maybe put fewer on if it would help. Right. The advantage of the bump dots and high marks is they they can come off and they leave no trace of glue or residue. If you do use stuff like duct tape or Velcro, it has a more industrial adhesive on it, I guess you'd say. And it especially duct tape can leave a lot of residue. So if, if you're worried about renting an apartment, you would, you'd want to steer clear of that. Not unless the device is going to leave with you, like a microwave, but not the stove, probably, if you're renting. <laughs> yeah. So there's some ideas on ways to mark does not involve braille in any way Uh, just some tactile things yep yeah when you do the initial marks it's handy to have the sighted person and work out a system that makes the most sense and you're not over marking so how was that yeah. Uh, shall we get ready to wrap up? Very our, informative. Hey, as we get ready to wrap up our show, Terry mentioned having some Star Wars jokes. Do you want to save those for the final thoughts, or we can squeeze in a few now and then do final thoughts? I'm a friend of yours, Nettie. Won't you put that axe down so we can talk? Okay. Uh, let's tell a few jokes. <laughs> Where do Gungans store their preserves? Gungans? Gungans? Where do gun- store Gungans their preserves? store their preserves? Do you know? Okay, I, I, I think I should probably know the answer, but I don't. Is uh, Christopher still around? Yeah, I'm still here. Do you know where they store their preserves? I have a hunch, yeah. And Jar Jars. Spit it out there, man. Spit it out. (laughs) Jar Jars. (laughs) What is a Jedi's favorite toy? His favorite toy? Uh Uh-huh. Lightsaber. A a Yo Yoda. Yo Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Where did Luke Skywalker get his bionic hand? He made it. In store. What? Where did Luke Skywalker get his bionic hand? At the second hand store? Oh, yeah, second hand store. <laughs> what do you call a Wookiee that raps? Huh? What do you call a Wookiee that raps? A Wookiee that raps. 
I haven't got a clue. Chewpaka. Huh? Chewpaka. Oh, Pac. Tupac. 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 Go ahead. You got one, Terry? I know you do. I bet Chris probably has one. Chris, you got one? Yeah, let's see here. Or, or maybe not. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I'll just go the one I said downstairs, which was, where does, where does uh, Darth Vader buy his socks? He wears socks? <laughs> yeah. uh, at Walmart. <laughs> I don't know. At the Darth Mall. <laughs> well, I don't have any Star Wars jokes. <laughs> How does Luke Skywalker get through the forest? How does he get through the forest? Mm -hmm. With the compass? He walks. <laughs> okay. No, no uh, land speeder for him. Nope. <laughs> no, no speeder bikes. He crashed. Nope. <laughs> Just he walks. He walks. <laughs> Actually, Princess Leia crashed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. That's all my jokes, though. <laughs> all right. The Emperor's. What did Obi Wan Kenobi tell Luke Skywalker at the Chinese restaurant when he's having problems with his chopsticks? Wow, I haven't got a clue. <laughs> Use the forks. Ah, okay. Use the forks. <laughs> we got it. All right. Well, uh, I think that's plenty of joking around. Uh, now, did, yeah, I have. You had something on your Amazon you wanted to show us. Well, I could try it again. Yeah. Uh, Alexa, start my Jedi training. Welcome, Padawan. This lesson is called the Phantom Magnets. This trick is about telekinesis. telekinesis. You'll need a soda bottle and a pen. Give the pen a static charge by rubbing it in your shirt, then balance it on the lid of the bottle. By placing your thumb close to the pen's tip, you can make it rotate without touching it. You are literally using the force. To continue your training, just ask me for another <laughs> Jedi lesson. All right. Yeah, use the force. So, so it gives you lessons in being a Jedi, huh? Yeah. All right. Awesome. So everybody out there, yeah. if you want to become a Jedi and you have an Amazon device, or that's how you, you do it. If you have the Amazon app on your smartphone, you can probably do that too. Yeah, oh, you got the Xbox 360 with that Star Wars Connect, then you could do that too. Huh. So many ways of becoming a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, let's go ahead and, and wrap this up before we get going too awfully long here so does anyone have any closing thoughts to uh i do i do i do <laughs> i only got one so who clogged up the most toilets on tattooy job of the butt you yeah. said that earlier I know, I thought I did, but I have another one note too, so. Well, my, my, my thought is, I, I just wonder, do pirates ever get restless pig syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> restless pig. <laughs> do you have any jokes? 
<laughs> yeah, I got a problem. I stepped on some cornflakes this morning. Does that make me a serial killer? <laughs> Here's my final thought. How is duct tape like the force? It has a dark side, a light side, and it binds the universe together. <laughs> Especially the hillbilly universe. <laughs> Or the, the uh, red-green universe. Wow. That would be the Canadian university. <laughs> wow. Hey. <laughs> That's a long show today. Yeah, well, you know, I think it's time for us to sign off. But first, you know, I think I heard a funny sound that someone just shot to shot some rounds down our ventilation shaft. Well, we need to take <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> out of here. Yeah, hurry! That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny dot com.